talk about yeah. a little more was um, you called the position a little more of an unsexy role. Now, do you think that maybe you were uh, called upon to fill it because you are actually sexy and so they need, you know, they need a, that zero, they need to balance it out somehow? Do you think that might be in play here as well? All right. Well, this is also, and this is on the record. Um, I kind of okay. I understand what you're saying. It was a compliment, but like the the discussions I had with my parents about this kind of brought me down a little bit. They're like, "Well, why do you think they're so eager to move you across teams? You know, they could be because they're trying to fill your role with someone more experienced, or maybe your track record hasn't been great." And they're like, you know. And my dad was like, yeah, if I was your boss and you were a great worker, I'd be like, no, wait, don't go. Ha <laughs> ha, you know, don't leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus, you know, done boss like offering. I don't know. So like that got in my head a little bit and kind of brought me down because I was like, yeah, wait, maybe I'm not like the, the greatest worker. And like I haven't been super productive, which is kind of disappointing because and, and you know, I think this happens to a lot of tech tech kids, Georgia tech kids is you, you seem like oh, I'm different. I'm propped up for greatness. And then, you know, the next stage of your life. And it's like, you kind of slide into, I don't know. I feel like I'm sliding into like a little bit of a, I don't know, not a mediocre, like mediocrity, but like, you know what I mean? Like it's, I was, I was thinking I'd rock, rock, shift some paradigms, at least a little bit of paradigms, but, but not really any paradigms. Maybe not a pair, maybe not a pair of dimes, but at least a dime, you know? Exactly. So I'm still I'm still rocking with my my dime piece. You know how it is. So things are still bright. You know, at the the end of the day, if um, you know, in an ec- economic downturn were to happen, you know, I think just being safe and secure, I think financially is is really important. So at the end of the day, I can't can't really complain. But yeah, so that's that's that. But I appreciate the compliment about sexing up the role. I think that was really long-winded way to say thank you alex you, you made me feel so sexy uh-huh <laughs> uh, of course tanner i mean i'm just i call him how i see it you know and i think we need more of that in the world so glad i can do that here too um speaking of finance finances and being safe and pretend yeah in the event of a uh you know adverse economic situation daniel I want to inquire to you, what kind of mattress do you think is best for stuffing uh, large amounts of cash in? This is the Experience Podcast with me and someone else. And someone else, and that other someone else is Alex. He is a longtime listener, longtime fan, first time on the podcast, as you guys uh, oh, I've, all know. I've called in, uh, sorry to interrupt, Tanner. I've called in a yeah. few times when you were doing your uh, listener segments, you know, when like, oh, the fifth caller gets some concert tickets. I, I called in a few times. You probably don't remember. Oh, that was you? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, I sound a little different now, I know. He's He's the one who keeps winning our radio competitions, Daniel. It's this guy. And he actually won a radio competition to be on this episode now. Um, so Alex was part of a sweepstakes uh, promotion where we we said the 1100th caller gets to come on an episode. Um, 
of course, this week it was Alex, but next week it could be you. So, listeners, um, you know, keep your keep your ear to the ground on on potential sweepstakes, and maybe you could, you know, find the same fate as our our friend Alex here. So, Alex, welcome to the podcast. We're we're glad to have you. Thank you for uh, apparently playing all of our sleep sweepstakes. Um, you know that 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 takes a lot of dedication to the the pod. As some would it's, say, uh, it, it's a lot of work, but I love what I do, and I'm I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me, guys. Uh, thank you, Tanner, and someone else. Well, that's great. That's great. Um, I have a a lot of uh things I want to ask you as kind of like a um a listener. I think just kind of like just you know, b- bouncing off some questions off of you, because obviously we're on one side of this podcast, right? We're not on the listener side. You're a listener. We just need to see, you know, how it's, what it's like from your experience. So I just want to like, uh, rattle off a couple questions that'll tell us like what you think about the podcast from your listener's perspective. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yep. So my first question to you, Alex is what is truth? Wow, yeah, that's a heavy hitter. Uh, forgive me, uh, I need a moment. No, it's okay, take your time. Yeah, well, I think uh, the first thing I have to say is uh, anything that you find on the second page of the Google search results, um, I, I definitely have always been sort of a nonconformist, so whenever I look something up, I, I I skip Wikipedia. I skip you know whatever news recent news article from a, a reputable news source is, and I go straight to the second page, uh, and that's that's really where my search begins. And usually it's not till the fifth or sixth page where I find uh, the indie vlogger uh, with questionable uh, character traits, uh, credentials, everything. Uh, they usually have what I need, I find. Um, so I think truth is, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. You really gotta look hard for it, but, uh, it's there. You know, it's there. Yeah. And you just gotta put in the legwork, I think. That's a fantastic answer. And I really appreciate hearing from fans and longtime listeners. My second question is, uh, as a longtime listener, what's your favorite, um, you know, part of the show? Like, what do you tune in for? Uh, I think it's the visual aspect, uh, and mm-hmm. that primarily centers around Daniel. I don't, I don't mean to, you know, make a sly comment. Although I will, I will say, Daniel, uh, we were talking about sexiness earlier. I mean, hell, you could be part of that discussion too. So I just want to, want to throw that out there. But yeah, I really like the unique atmosphere that you guys create with your visuals. Um, I don't see many podcasts of a couple of guys with microphones that have, I guess, two joints, uh, and they're, like, leaning back in their chairs. And I really like the discussions about um, what's wrong with the dating scene, specifically dating apps, um, and blaming women for problems that are probably uh, – that they didn't cause. Um, I think that's a really unique thing that you guys bring to the table. No, uh, I, I, like, I, I, like I think that's great. Same, yeah. Thank you for answering my question truthfully. So my third question, just kind of about your experience, is like, why do we exist? Uh, hey, to bump up these podcast numbers, am I right? <laughs> uh, no, uh, but really, uh, I think it's to suffer. Um, as a bit of a dabbling Buddhist, uh, I think the Eightfold Path uh, 
uh, trying to alleviate suffering is, you know, admirable. I really shouldn't actually go on a religious tangent like that. I feel like that's actually kind of fraught. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually going to stray away from that, even though it could be a funny joke, not when it's being recorded and put put on the Internet. Uh, but short answer to suffer, long answer to suffer. Yeah, no, that's a fantastic answer. And I really appreciate uh, you just coming on the show and just talking with us. Yeah, yeah. So you guys work. Yeah. This that brings us to the, to our next segment where we 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 bash the uh, uh, experience of living as a white m- man in America, and yeah. we we complain about how hard it is. Uh, so we're bringing on panel experts <laughs> like like Daniel to talk about what it's like to live. Daniel, tell me about your experience. As a white man, is that what you're asking? Yeah, I want you to. I want you to answer as a white man. Well, as you know, I only live half my days as a white man, um, and uh, it, it's tough. You know, white white men really have a tough at it. They really do, and I'm glad yeah. that this podcast is a visual uh, component, so that that the, audi- the audience can really understand uh, truthfully where we're coming from. But continue, Daniel. I interrupted you. Um, like a white man usually does continue. Oh, of course. And we, we appreciate that. But I, I think it's just, it, no, what I think you're trying to say. Here. <laughs> <laughs> no, continue, continue. I don't, you know what? I, 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 <laughs> this is Alex's favorite part of the podcast. So I'm glad we could like, you know, include you, Alex, as a longtime listener. First, time I know I'm, it's a little surreal. I'm going to be honest, but I'll, I'll do my best to gain, uh, to keep my composure guys. Yeah, and yeah. Alex, if you have anything to contribute, you know, just interrupt whenever, you know, obviously uh, we encourage that type of behavior on the show. So yeah, no, no, and I uh, I, uh, I, see where you're coming from there, but I actually want to refute every point uh, that you just said. Even though I, I see where you're coming there. Um, but, no, I think it's, I got okay, a question. it's okay to interrupt um, because, you know, as, yeah, Daniel, I'm sure in your experience as a white guy, um, you're kind of used to being – battered by society a little bit so if you if you feel that need to butt in you know you've been pushed around a lot it's okay to push back so as you guys all know andrew tate got arrested and right didn't he get sentenced recently Uh, right so he's not coming back and so what i'm saying is there's a niche so like and i'm really confused because i know he's you know yeah misogynistic competitors flooding in and and talked a lot of on his i guess he, he had a um, you know, I, I guess in a platform to preach misogyny. Like, what did he talk about, like, specifically? Like, like I'm trying to think of questions of, like, what he would talk about to get him, like, rant. I can't... What would you ask? Like, Andrew Tate, what's it like living in... Oh, right? Like, how do you be misogynistic like like him? Like, I'm saying, guys, there's a, there's a niche market we can fill. And by niche, apparently, it's, it's saddeningly mainstream. But maybe we can get money in turning our experience, the experience podcast into a misogyny, uh, misogynistic podcast. What do you think, Daniel? I know you also are creative, uh, creative lead on this whole the experience uh, project. So I just want to hear you weigh in about whether you think that'd be a financially um, sound decision or not. I, I mean, it's certainly a direction that that's something. <laughs> 
the take for their show. Do you think it's a financially prudent one? You know what? Honestly, it might be. <laughs> so, okay. but if, like, if you take that's sad. Yeah, yeah. Any side, I think it would be financially prudent, right? And maybe that's why we struggle because we just have no takes. Yeah, we need no, we need more hot takes. Yeah, we, we're we're very cold. Uh, yeah, these are cold takes. Um, what do you guys? What do you think the first like three units? I guess is how they would break it up in school. Yeah, units of our uh, course, like Andrew Tate has. What would be the first three units? Or I guess. Sort of Andrew Tate has a course like a, how to be how to probably like how to pick up women like an alpha. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I think it's something like that. Like just okay, how, okay. How to, how to be a baller or whatever. How to, how to, so probably step one or or, or how to course the course name is uh, Fast Cars eleven o two probably right. Yeah, yeah. That's the course listing. So Fast Cars and Fast Cars eleven o two. What you learn about is. The, the bigger and faster and more expensive your car is, the bigger your penis is. Or yeah, I, and, I, and I think there's also an increased uh, inherent worth that you yes that's, or Oh, you're a net positive society. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. So wait, are we, are we asking like what our courses would be or what Andrew Tate's would be? Uh, what what hours would be the well if we're taking the experience podcast I think and, we also need okay. like a supplemental course um, okay to sell on the side so it's like our own custom the experience Andrew Tate podcast like if we were selling something selling like yes yes yeah, yeah. not not affiliated like just, yeah. just the experience podcast I, that, yeah that's pedantic but I yeah. I think we'd be like rambling one oh one right is that what do you guys think of that as our first course listing? Just that's like a, that's a core tenant, yeah. I think that's a that, huge yeah. spontaneity. Uh, three thousand and thirty-three. That one's a good course to take, I think. Uh, guys, help me out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interrupting um, each other. Uh, Twenty-one oh two. How to express disapproval uh, without saying anything? I think that's another big one we mm-hmm. have here <laughs> this could be, I, I felt like that was i <laughs> that we could have taken that in a direction of, <laughs> where it's just we're we're going back and forth with like super passive aggressive um course names like <laughs> oh not 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 having uh, shows. <laughs> being bring it being a really bad guest <laughs> that's important <laughs> really bad. That is, that is Ra- railroading the topics of the discussion. Two of one. <laughs> These course listings are all over the place. Podcast, you know, it's a, a lot of great stuff. Yeah. What not to do in general? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I like. I think rambling is good, Tanner, and I don't. I don't think it's like a uh, something that people really think about too much as being as sort of this art slash science. Um, yeah. I think we kind of have a firm grasp on, on really how to deliver it. Guys, I, guys, I got an idea. Okay. So instead of preaching misogyny, we preach and you know, how they, they're going to call it or like, uh, he's going to call it like alpha ballership, you know, Andrew Tate or whatever, you know, what he, how to be an alpha we preach. Mm-hmm. And it's like the, a made up. It's like made up. It's not real. You know, like how to be an alpha. You just got to literally physically assault women and they'll, you know, right. 
respect you, right? Like it's yeah. like all it's all all made up. He's like it's actually based in science. Our thing that's like fake but we pretend is real is called um and I forgot which is the 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 first tenet of of this thing. Um no, um mindful rambling. We do some mindful rambling. Like we're I just wanted to put mindful in there. Guys, I ran out of steam. I don't know. <laughs> no, Tanner, I'm really impressed with how well you can, like, keep good, keep these ideas going and have. Uh, I'm out of juice. I'm all yeah, out of magic. Well, hey, that was longer than I think anyone else here could have. Well, what does mindful rambling include? I think it's being cognizant of what you ramble about. I think it's also about p- including people in the conversation, like Daniel. Who's about to say something? And I also think, no. if, if I may interrupt, I think it's, uh, yeah. So I'm going to actually betray what you just said, Tanner, as Tanner mm-hmm. tried to speak um, and kind of violate that. But I think it's also like seeing that you've gone too long, acknowledging that, realizing it, and going anyway. Continuing on anyway. Uh, but sorry. Yeah. Then you were about to say something. Mindful, perhaps. Yep. Daniel, please say something mindful for the love of God. I think it would be articulating your point clearly um, and not just kind of going on and on and, and talking about whatever, but really getting to the point. You know, because sometimes we just kind of keep going and going and going and going and going and going. And and we never really get you know, there. Hit that. Yeah, yeah, get there. You know, really throw the dart in the center of the board kind of a thing. You know? Yeah. Okay. I know I, I agree with all those points and um I think there's still a lot of future. I think we can table this discussion to another time, but if you know you wanna um you know, untable it for a discussion right now, that's also okay. Um uh, but I also you know, I have have other questions prepared um for for us. Actually I really don't. Um Oh man, I'm out of questions, guys. I'm all out of I'm all out of magic. Um, you're you're one of two hosts, Tanner. So, so I've been watching a lot of Harry Potter recently, and by a lot, I mean I just watched the Goblet of Fire, the fourth episode, the fourth movie. Excuse me. And what I realized, my key takeaways. Well, here's here's a key takeaway that's actually real. So you guys remember Robert Pattinson? Remember him? Yeah, of course. He's still alive, but do you remember how in like? (laughs) Twilight, like people are like, oh, he's like, like you know, girls are fawning over him, and girls are like, oh, I don't see it. He's like really pasty and like he sparkles. Vampires shouldn't sparkle. Yeah. And then, and then you know when the Dark Knight came out, or you know when he was Batman, right? The on and the guys flipped. They're like, oh, he's yeah, he's no, he's he's a hunk. I can see it. No, he's my man crush. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, I see, I see the, I see the appeal now, right? I realized the difference is like as soon as he got like muscles and bulked up a little bit for this role uh, in the Batman thing, it was like socially acceptable to be like, yeah, I got a man crush on him. No, it's no big deal. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like before it was like, no, no, no. Now it's like, no, he's a, he's a hunk. He's a hunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tanner, where are you going with this? Oh, I just, I just put that one together after watching it. I was like, guys, he was always a hunk, you know, like, but, but toxic masculinity says you got to, you know, 
you can only really worship a man or praise a man if he's a man's man. Do you know what I mean? So I like thought about that. I thought about, you know, Cedric Diggory. You know, I was like, huh, that's a thing I, I didn't really put together. I know it seems stupid, but like, isn't that most of this podcast is like Tanner saying things that are like, duh. You know what I mean? Anyways, if you made it this far, if uh, leave an audio comment, if you're listening on anchor.fm slash the hyphen experience, um, you can leave an audio comment and I want you to let me know what is your favorite Tanner Duh comment. We really do read all the comments, the audio comments. We love those in particular because I can't actually read. So <laughs> it's hard to read comments if you can't actually read. So the audio comments make it very easy. Um, so that was a, that was an insight I gained. Um, also I think the lore behind Harry Potter is kind of cool. I know like the person who kind of the lore master is kind of someone she shall not be named, but like (laughs) there's, yeah, there's a new game coming out. So I like looked into like the game and just the wiki and like familiarizing myself. Cause I, I guess I had maybe watched the movies two or three times, maybe like each one, maybe twice, maybe once fully through. And then, you know, a second time, like bits and pieces on like TV. So like, I, I don't know. I feel like I didn't give it a fair shot as a child, but like, I feel like they were cute movies and I feel like the world building they did within the movies was, was cute. And like, it was like solid. Like it feels I, like I mean, they, they were building a franchise. Sorry to interrupt you, Alex. They were building a franchise, but it had more heart behind it. Like, Versus today's franchises, there's more money behind it. Like, obviously, there's a ton of money behind that Harry Potter movie, and that's why they split the last movie into, you know, two movies. Split the last book into two movies. But, like, I don't know. They It feels like they weren't making it for the money. They were making it for, like, a really containerized story that they just wanted to, to tell. Um, that I, I That may be true, but mm-hmm. do you think that part of it might be – because they came out when we were a little younger and maybe didn't pick up on the whole money thing a little easier. Like, do you think maybe kids feel that way about Marvel right now? And then in the future, some other new franchise will come out and it'll be like, Oh, I can't just go back to the Marvel days or something. Well, let me just say, I think that's a possibility. Counterpoint, counterpoint with math. The existence of Disney adults implies the existence of Disney children. That I I don't know I I wasn't thinking about what you were saying I was thinking about like this is gonna be such a clever gotcha <laughs> if I use math I'll get his ass <laughs> uh, um, yeah it's a it's a bi bi directional implication you know because uh the implication that Disney children exist implies that Disney adults exist and vice versa you know one of those false in- yeah, implications, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, that's like a Twitter format, a Twitter meme format. The existence oh, of blank implies yes. blank. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, I think you need to choke up, maybe mm-hmm. drive your hips a little more, and then you'll get a few, a bit more contact, but I like the, I like the swing in general, yeah. Like the, the existence of Adam Driver implies the existence of Eve Passenger. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That one got me. I'm not going to lie. Uh. Student loan forgiveness implies the existence of student loan revenge. 
that's good, Daniel. That's good. Uh, Daniel, what did you uh? When, yeah, keep where did you find? Yeah, where did you find Tanner? <laughs> when what? did I find him? Where <laughs> or when? Like, where, uh, where and when? He actually found me in a trash can. I was like <laughs> cuddled up and just naked and just in this trash can, shaking, shivering in the the cold. Um, and he nurtured me back to health. Like I have, I have no other words other than thank you, Daniel. That's I'm I'm enchanted. Yeah. <laughs> that's and that's how we met, and that's. He and that's why I'm on the podcast. Actually, to this day, is I I still owe him my life. Like without him, I would have died in that trash can. I I mean, I probably would have wouldn't have died because some someone else would have probably saved me from a trash can. But like, yeah. <laughs> but he was the one to do it. And I mean, yeah, he was the first person to save me from that trash can. Come on, thank you. Yeah. Uh, in the mean streets of Atlanta. Thanks, Daniel. Well, um, I'm, I'm here for uh, Lost Souls. Tanner uh, qualified as such from uh, when I met him in the trash can. I was a lost soul back then, but I'd like to think I've I've found, and I'd like to think that I have uh, found myself uh, through Christ. Um, yeah, you guys did see that one coming. <laughs> um, and that I... I you know, I don't really know. I, I ran out of steam for that bit, too. It's going to be like, oh, I'm religious now, guys. Tee-hee-hee. Isn't that funny? <laughs> by, the way, by the way, I worship God now. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's called an antimimic misinterpretation. The existence of, you know, birth control implies the existence of birth chaos. You know, it's it's ant, antonymic. Misinterpretation. It's apparently the the word for it, according to knowyourmeme.com, a very oh. credible, credible, credible source. <laughs> hey, um, authority on the source. On the- so what we were talking about implying? What was the thing I was implying with implying? Oh, uh, to an- yes, I was answering your gotcha. It was a gotcha, and it was about you know, do people when they're young or are they more susceptible to just getting caught up in the the wonder and the whimsy. And I think in in a large part, I think that's true. You know, you see the kids and like, they like playing with the little Hulk action figures and the little, the little Captain America action figures, but never the freaking Hawkeye. No one cares about Hawkeye. Yeah. They that like, guy, that guy really just, I mean, he doesn't have any power. I, I feel like, I feel like I'm him on this. In, 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 <laughs> in this podcast. You're like the Hawkeye. You're like the Hawkeye of the experience podcast. Dang. What am I? What am I? Daniel, it hurts. It Daniel. hurts more when someone else says it. Daniel's a black widow. Definitely. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, if you were to take a what Avenger am I, I think Daniel would get the black widow. Why? I, I, well, you, you operate stealthily. You know, Alex, I'm, Alex, here's the thing. Here's the thing I've learned uh, in just 2023, and I'm taking this kind of to heart as part of my New Year's resolution. You don't owe anyone shit. You know, I don't owe Daniel an explanation. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, you're the Black Widow, okay? 
I don't, I don't, right. owe, I don't owe you an explanation. You don't owe people shit, I think shit, it's a guys. compliment, Daniel. I think it's because, like, you know, Black Widow's got this, like, hard exterior, and you know, an assassin, typically, I guess that involves being, like, cold and kind of, uh, you know, just like, er, but actually, like, you know, she's very warm and sweet with her friends, you know what I mean? But, you know, like, when she's fighting bad guys, she's got this serious look on her face, but, like, that's not who she really is, you know what I mean? So sometimes Daniel, when he's working, has a very serious face. But then also, like I can see in the studio right now, he's smiling and bubbly and and happy right now. He just he he knows how to let his team, uh, you know, really shine. I think that's a, an example of a great leader that that Daniel shows is that you know he's not the one calling always calling the shots. He knows how to delegate. I think and let his team uh, excel at what they're best at. <laughs> I, I thought of something. I thought of something, but it might not be appropriate for the podcast. And it's, uh, yeah, yeah, we can just we can we can we can cut this part out, even though I know it won't be cut. But Tanner, continue. No, I'm gonna type it. You. Can... Oh, it's gotta <laughs> be spicy. <laughs> we'll decide if it's, if it's uh, we can. We have to do it after the show. Yeah, I don't know, guys. Yeah. Guys, stall while I type it. Oh, we don't have to stall. We can hear you typing. Uh, uh, good at reading lips. Can can anyone figure out what he's typing? Yeah. It's actually it's actually not bad. I just I just wanted I wanted to type it up really fast and have you guys like read it and like verify whether it was funny or not. It's almost funnier in the chat. <laughs> That's okay. And yeah, no, I knew that. I knew it would be funny. Yeah. The idea of you thinking about it is funnier than the actual joke itself. <laughs> okay, so the joke was the existence of Daniel. Oh, Daniel, do you, do the podcast people know your last name on this podcast? Yeah, it's all linked to the... Yeah, okay. All... The existence of Daniel Silverstein implies the existence of Daniel Goldstein and Daniel Copperstein. Well, that was the joke. I mean, it doesn't have to stop there. <laughs> Daniel, uh, those were just, you know, copper, silver, and, and gold are like the, you know, the metals. But you could, you could, I could have realized I could have made it with the like Daniel Ironstein, which is also an, an, an element as I've been made aware of, aware of by a producer frantically waving their hands in the background and telling me that <laughs> so, uh, iron is also a metal. Um, I want to look up Dan- Daniel Goldstein and see who they are. Like this is, this is, oh, you have, you have they a got, lot of yeah, prominent podcaster as well. American cognitive psychologist. Daniel, you got a lot of competition. That's a lot of air. Daniel Goldstein's um there's a there's an artist, there's a local leader at a Microsoft Research New, in New York City, distinguished scholar at Wharton, Dan Goldstein. Oof. Whoa, this guy is big. All of my publications are on my CV. Holy shit, it was at Harvard, uh University of Chicago, Wow. Okay, this guy, Daniel, I don't know if you can compete against this guy. Daniel Gray Goldstein. My background is in computer science and cognitive psychology. I work on human algorithmic decision making. This, this guy's actually kind of cool. Um, human and algorithmic decision making in AI, economics, data science, finance, marketing, and management. I try to keep one foot in the industry and one foot in academia. This guy, I, I actually kind of want to read some more of his stuff. Like, um, this started as a way to just be like, Daniel, you're, 
you're not as cool as this Daniel. Like literally like the meme. Daniel, the cooler Daniel. You guys remember that? <laughs> yeah. This is the cooler Daniel. Sorry, Daniel. Like Thanks. this guy's okay. a senior he's you know, maybe they're they're discovering like um because there's there's something in the news recently about um Amazon kind of having this um resume filtering algorithm. You guys hear about this? You hear about this? No. And uh like it was filtering out resumes is like it was filtering out all the all women basically because they trained it on the 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 data set they gave it was all all men so like it was like filtering out women based on like if they had you know um women's extracurriculars like i was part of the i don't know women's tennis or i was in women in stem or or something like that um and so it's filtering all them out. There's like, you know, still problems in in you know algorithms that that need to be addressed. So maybe he's doing work on that. You know, so it's kind of a burgeoning field that people are like, maybe it doesn't need to be like looked at. Maybe you still need like a human, um, a human component to kind of look over and make sure that this shit doesn't happen. Right. Where you like you're filtering out women, basically, you know, like we still need a person's touch to kind of make sure that these things don't happen. Yeah. No, I, I that, that sounds good to me being the expert I am. Um, do you think like right now at Amazon? Yeah. Do you think they have a team entirely composed of just uh, traditional uh, people who went through the traditional application like resume viewing process? I mean, I guess uh, all companies now have, like, computers to filter out stuff. But, like, there's, like, that regular team, and then there's the team that's entirely composed of AI-approved uh, resumes. And, obviously, it's it's it, they, they do the same thing. You know, they try to control as much as they can. And mm-hmm. as I'm saying this, I realize they probably don't do this at all. Um, but they're trying to compare performance or something. This, that's probably one of those things they thought about, like, in the beginning stages. And I'm just catching on now because uh, they're super intelligent. It, who knows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who does know? Tell me about it. Alex, no. I think you bring up a good point. I would just be, it'd be like, it, I guess it would just be funny if the AI team was just like either just in, in either direction, way better or way worse. Just like a crack team of computer engineers or just like this guy literally flipped burgers at McDonald's and that's his only job experience, um, you know, for like three years or something. And he didn't go to college, but he somehow snuck his way in, which I don't imagine what happened. But, you know, it's just like, yeah, either highly functional, or highly dysfunctional would be funny to see. No, that would be absolutely hilarious. And I want the people at home imagining how hilarious. Um, uh, and I, I want them to think about that b- before um, they close their eyes at night. And I think that's the experience podcast. It's kind of closing your eyes and thinking about what Alex just said and thinking about being mindful um, when you ramble. And if you made a, uh, if you made it this far, please leave an audio comment. We love to hear them. We don't love to read them because we can't. So don't do that. We can only hear audio comments. 
Um, but if it is far, thank you so much for listening. I am Tanner, joined by someone else and someone else. Thanks and for having me on the show, uh, someone else. No problem, someone else. Thank you, Alex, for joining our special sweepstakes winner. If you, if you all would like, you, and thank you, Daniel, for also joining the podcast and also creating it and saving me as a little baby from a trash can. And having about like 48 seconds of uh, audio time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Daniel, I really appreciate you being a moderator and kind of, you know, really, really moderating the content here. So. I mean, I don't want to interrupt this. this Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and welcome back to, to the and, and and have a have a great evening. If you're listening to this in the evening, if you're not listening to this in the evening, I don't know what you're doing.